Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From actors to musicians to industry icons, you're invited to lunch with Hollywood's biggest players. This is Lunch with Bruce, hosted by Bruce Bozzi. All right, grab a drink. I'm Bruce Bozzi, and you're listening to Lunch with Bruce, except it's Friday night. We're not having lunch. We're having martinis. I'm eating. You're eating. (laughs) Olives. I'm sitting with someone who needs no introduction, whose movie opens today, though you'll be hearing this on Tuesday, so it's sort of a huge day. The star of No Time to Die, Mr. Daniel Craig. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. This is so Daniel just literally made us two martinis. We did. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. To the success of today. Thank you. Which is the opening day in the United States. That's right. No time today is a huge hit mm. internationally already. Mm. And I saw it this morning. Mm. And let me tell you, it's <laughs> epic. You know, it really was, Daniel. It was oh, epic. Good. It was good. huge. It was huge. Good. This is a bit like this is mm. I can't I mean I have We'll go there. I'm like, obviously, like, kind of, I was blown away. So I woke up today. We're at my house, actually, Daniel and I. And uh, this has been such a week for you. Mm. You started in London and you're here. So maybe we just start with just how are you feeling today? Are you feeling now that this is happening? I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm trying to think of the right words. Um, I never quite believe any of it. I think that's kind of the way I kind of go through my career, not quite believing any of it. And certainly with Bond, it's very difficult to ever kind of put it into any real perspective. It's so, it's such a, it's been such a huge experience, but I'm so kind of pushy, I suppose. I never quite, I'm never quite satisfied until we're over the line and we're nearly over the line and things have gone so well Mm -hmm. and audiences have responded so wonderfully. And, he, and and for me, and they're completely the right way. They've sort yeah. of got it. I think they've got what we were trying to achieve, or at least a lot of people have. And that is incredibly satisfying. Um, you know, you know, you talk about sort of opening weekends, and that's sort of always a bit. You know, you know me. I mean, right. I kind of don't. I, I mean, I don't really understand the numbers, but I think they're good and they're looking right. good, and that's all. And that's a huge success. Right. But until it's out and we're we're done and dusted, I can never kind of really relax. Although I have to say. Well, Having this, uh, these <laughs> olives for dinner with this very nice vodka martini is making me relax. It is. Okay, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. So, I mean, you, you mentioned something that I want to talk mm. to you about, which mm. is the, um, you know, you start, there's, there, there is the one piece that you've just talked about, which is mm. the London premiere, the New York, right. you know, mm. Bond, as we know, got 
had a pause because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so this is something that you've completed. But the journey mm -hmm. started a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And um, the and so with Casino Royale, which came out in 2006, mm -hmm. so that probably started. Talk to talk to me a little bit about like the. Was it 2002, the audition, 2004, oh. the production? Because like, this has now been right. a, a huge it's, part of your yeah, life. Yeah, it's been about, I think it's probably, a, people talk about 15 years, but I think they're counting from when Casino was released. But there was at least about two years before that right. where there was this sort of back and forth with, um, with me and, 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 and Barbara Broccoli and, and Michael T. Wilson. Um, I was approached about two years, I'd say about 2004, early 2004. Um, uh, I I'm trying to remember what happened. Was it something you were even thinking about? I mean, growing no. up... So no. I mean, sure. I, look, listen, I, 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 at school, we played James right. Bond, we played Batman, we played a lot of Starsky and Hutch. Right. Um, <laughs> Are you Starsky or Hutch? Oh, you always Starsky. Oh, I was Hutch. Oh, Hutch. Hutch is the blonde, the yeah, hot one. Yeah, I mean, I had Davis Davis on. My friend was Starsky. <laughs> um, um, I didn't have the cardigan. We used to play Mod Squad, but I was Julie. I was always Julie. Right. Right. <laughs> so you go. Okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was like, I was like all of those things uh, as fantasies as, as a kid. To sort of, but, you know, when I became a professional actor, no. No way. No way. And there were, there were lots of other candidates I, uh, around me, I felt. There were lots of actors around me who I knew who... Uh, who were rumored to be in the mix. So the, was the word but, on but, the but, street say, in but, London? But, but Piers Barbara wasn't going was anywhere. Piers, oh, okay. I mean, uh, nobody knew that Piers was going anywhere. Right. I mean, that was sort of, that was a big secret. It was right. the whole thing, is, uh, as these are, a big secret. So right. so the fact that um, I didn't know that it was coming to an end for him. I didn't know all that was in place. I didn't know they wanted to do Casino Royale. I didn't know whether they wanted to reset it. None of that was common knowledge. So when I got approached... I kind of felt like it was one of those sort of, it was this thing that happened occasionally. Barbara would sling out a big net and grab some actors and take a look at them and maybe just be sort of messing around with where it's going to go next. And right. I had no idea it was, a, it was as solid as it was and that they'd made a decision and they wanted to reset the whole. So even thing. when you got brought in to read, mm. you had no idea it was a solid. I wasn't brought, I mean, literally, I mean, oh. Barbara sat me down and went, come and have a cup of tea. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, and, and, and the offices in London, is Eon offices, which are in, um, uh, in London, you know, they, they're pretty grand. They're kind of like this big building that Cubby Broccoli bought, I don't know when, in the 60s, I think. Um, and it's, you know, it's a big entrance, a security on the door, and you kind of let in and you go upstairs to this big, you know, it's, a, it's, it's kind it's, of scary. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's yeah, not, it's like, you think, yeah. oh, and there's like this huge, great big original posters everywhere, you know, like, like and sure. beautiful French ones and sort of like, you know, oh, wow. I mean, like really desirable things on the wall. Um, so you're kind of pretty intimidated by the time you get in the office, but it really was just Barbara and Michael sat there and. I don't remember what was said. I, th I bet Barbara could remember, but I don't remember what was said. But all I remember thinking was, was kind of literally, you've got the wrong guy. Very nice. Thank you very much. But you, And I'm not being kind of trying to be humble. No, right I know. Here, I mean, I'm just like, it was like, this is like, you can't, I mean, great, fantastic. That's right. really, you know what? <laughs> we, we, we had some common friends, uh, Mary Selway, who was a, a casting director um, who died the year before, I think, or maybe even six months before, and Barbara had organized her funeral. I carried the coffin with, uh, with Roger Michelle, the director who died um, very recently, sadly. Um, and, and, and I met Barbara for the first time there, 
at the, at the, and then she kind of said, hello, Daniel. And I was like, <laughs> hello. And also, it's quite, it was also a big surprise because, you know, there's this sort of rather young woman yeah. who you are surprised because of the sort of the legend of Barbara Broccoli. Sure. You sort of think this sort of like woman who's been around, but she's, you know, she's, she's not old. Right. She's, no, she's, not you know, all. And she's very beautiful. And she's, <laughs> right. all, you know, so you were kind of, I was like, oh, you're, Bar oh, you're Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Um, and she kind of, I don't know, she knew me. It sounds like the barbers sort of also had an eye out, like that maybe within well, since, the community since, yeah, of yeah, listen, actors. And now I know she did, <laughs> but I, now I know Barbara that she had a she, you know, she, she had scoped you. She'd she, really scoped me. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she says if you haven't seen uh, the documentary Being James Bond, which is such a beautiful story about your journey in, uh, portraying this character, this iconic character, it's it's incredible. And she talks about seeing you. Um, in I want to say Elizabeth, yeah, and she and you were walking with the cloak and this and you, the charisma is. I'm crazy. very good with a cloak. You really are. Very good with a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I bring that up the 2004 because I knew I always know with movies like people think it, it starts then, but it started before. Yeah. But when you sort of now and even sort of at the magnitude of tonight and what's happened over this last this journey from that moment when you get quiet. And you start to reflect, you know, do you, how has it shaped the man you are today? That, that, those, that, all those I'm years. I'm glad you're asking me that question at the beginning of this conversation. Is it harder to answer that when I've had two or three well, of these martinis? Uh, um, Daniel will be making another martini. I will us. be in a minute, yes. Um, I, I, I was really trying to reflect on this the other night. Um, um, and... It's immeasurable how much it's changed me. Um, I mean, I would hope from the age of however old I was, 35 or whatever, 34, when I started doing Bond so, um, or started thinking about it, that I would change in that you know period of time. One should change. One well, should be. One should natural. you know. One sure. should examine one's life and one should yes. try and get yourself kind of into another yeah. place. And, mm -hmm. But I think back about how I. You know, I had a real problem with authority. I, I mean, I still slightly do, but I, but I had a real kind you? of like... Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten to a lot of trouble together. Um, right but yeah, but, but I, I, you know, I feel like, you know, that I was always like, it's a bit like us and them, and who are these people? And with Barbara, you know, Michael, who are the producers, you know, they're kind of these two people are coming at me um, uh, and offering me this job. But I'm always a bit like, why? Mm, what's the what's the catch? I'm always like I mean that I'm always really? I can't help myself. I'm uh -huh. kind of always looking for the kind of what's the angle. I'm not right. sure. I'm deeply deeply suspicious. Clearly, I, I, but I'm not so much anymore. I'm much, I, I'm weirdly having been through this whole process. I'm much more open. I'm much more trusting in people. Weirdly, I'm much more. Um, I'm I suppose what it is. I, you know, this is kind of comes. You know, Mike Nichols, who I work, had the um, you know, good fortune to know and and work with. You know, he always said to me, Daniel, don't work with assholes. Mm. And it was, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. right. And as I've sort of got older, I've just gone, yeah, you're really right. Don't yeah. work with assholes. Mm -hmm. If you get a chance and you and, and you avoid assholes, then you can show your best to people and hope your people can show their best to you. Right. And that is sort of something I've learned over this time doing this in a way that I, I, I don't think I would have done if I'd been doing just sure. a jobbing actor. Right. Because I was forced into a position of kind of authority, I mm -hmm. suppose, or leadership, maybe is a better word. Okay. I was sort yeah. of put out front. Suddenly I was, you know, that kind of, the image I always have in my head is we're all standing in the line 
and someone pushes me, and I'm like, oh, oh, it's, I've got to speak now. Right, <laughs> and, like, right. and that that was how I sort of envisioned myself yeah. playing Bond. It was literally, all right, go on. Right, like now. And that was Barbara. That was Barbara and Michael. They 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 did that with me. They said, you're, you know, you'll go. Go, like do you do it? You do it. Um, we're okay. about to make more martinis, so, oh, right, so you can yeah. make them. We can, yeah. you yeah. know, the um. I guess what, in context to that question, what I feel is so interesting, you know, you, you were pushed in front of the line, you're pushed out there now, Mm. and one of the things that you've done so brilliantly in this sort of iconic, this not sort of, this iconic character is, you pivoted, you changed who this man was, Mm. and and I I think so, I think many people really feel that way, you brought a physicality that never existed with him, you brought a look, you brought a a different kind of charisma. Um, were you thinking like, oh, okay, how am I going to make this Bond mine? As opposed to sort of in the wake of the Roger Moore Bond, because I really think Connery and Moore and you now, to me, surpass both of those. Though You guys are the, I, the sort of bar of Bonds. And so the question really is, how did you get to the back of your head to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And... Since each actor leaves a, a ring of a thumbprint on this character, mm. what would you say your thumbprint, your mm. ring of the thumbprint is now that you can reflect a little bit? I mean, a lot of people talk about a post 9-11 world. Thank um, you. Yeah, make yourself uh, one. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people talk about the kind of, you know, the world changed and mm-hmm. things got tougher or... Um, and I, I think that's probably true. I, I, I you know, I, I, I certainly... You know, we lived through it. A lot of people lived through it. Yeah. You know, it's like it changed us all. In, in, yeah. in, in, in you know, um, as, as this, this pandemic has in many ways, it's like you know, they were kind of, um, and that 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 was a uh, uh, maybe. But I I I really just you know, look, listen. One of the one of the reasons I didn't say yes immediately to this part was the part um, to this part was there was no script or there was a script but they weren't prepared to show it to me. It wasn't ready, and Barbara didn't want to show it to me until it was ready. And I was like, in my sort of, I suppose, arrogant way, was thinking, well, you know, I, I can't do the Pierce stuff. Pierce stuff did it really well. It's not my bag. I love watching those movies. I get a big thrill out of seeing them, but sure. they're not what I want to do. Right. right? And James, Roger Moore's not what I want to do. I can't do that either. Right. I'm one of the biggest fans of Roger Moore there is. Right. I could think about the Conneries and go, yeah, I'd love to try and do something a bit like that, but I'm not an impressionist, so I can't do right. I can't do Sean Connery. So right. I don't know what really you'd be asking me. You wanted me to put a tuxedo on and go shake and not stirred and and <laughs> I can do this, and I'd be like, I can't really do that. I can't. I can't. I mean, it's like that's a kind of party trick people do, and they yeah. do, and I don't do. That's not what, how I act. Right. You know, I think I don't. I mean, my I mean, some people may see my acting as a party trick, but I, I don't. I find it take it quite. Try it. Anyway, listen. The point being is that they gave me a script, and the script was headed in that direction, the direction that we took it. Okay. It was much more basic. It was subverting those ideas, and it was everything. If I was going to say what I wanted, I mean, they talked to me about what I wanted to do with that, and I, this, I, I spoke to them very candidly about it early on, saying I would want to do this. I can't do any of those things, so I want to do this. Right. And they were like, "Oh, good." And they said, oh, "Well, that's the job." I mean, you know, I mean, it's like I've just said completely the wrong thing to them. It's like, right, like you know, because they're like, you know, we want you to come and play James Bond, you idiot. It's like, what? what do you want you? You to were come expecting and, like, "Thank you, bye bye." Thanks, thank you, bye bye. <laughs> 
but they gave me the script. Make yourself a martini. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Um, don't boss me around. <laughs> I'm a boss. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you saw that they, so they actually also had the same, it's like the universe was coming together. You know, the, 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 yeah. the idea that, okay, we're going to actually bring this character The script to was good. Place. And that's, you know, that's the biggest, you know, I mean, that's good, the big, yeah. good scripts are hard to find. I mean, it, 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 and I mean, I was like blown away by it, um, you know, that, um, and, I, and I was just, it was impossible then to say no. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and I have a sip of this and then put mm. more olives in it. Mm. <laughs> so meanwhile, okay, so yeah. it was impossible for you to say no. Yeah. So like that brings me to this morning. So I okay. watched No Time to Die this mm. morning, okay? I had the pleasure of watching this movie. This is, and, you know, it's highly emotional for many, many reasons. It's in, in, the, the journey that you, um, you take the... The, the audience through that that James Bond goes through you know you as an actor your your performance is is epic um, thank you you're welcome it's really I found myself at the end for without ruining the movie for anybody for many reasons just literally just tears coming down and I think um, uh, it's just you brought such gravitas the character is so you have okay so there's so much depth in your James Bond which didn't actually always exist, I think, from my experience with Roger Moore. And I was a huge Mo Roger Moore fan as well. Like you said, it was a little bit differently. And But you brought so much depth. When you read this or when you were preparing with Barbara and team to sort of bring closure to this story, like mm. how did you develop this story and this moment to bring closure to, to yourself too as Daniel, the person who is, you know, has the responsibility of being this man? <laughs> I had a plan, um, and again, this may sound, uh, um, cheers, cheers. Um, <laughs> I had a plan in my head very early on about kind of where I wanted to take it, what I wanted to do with it. And a lot of those sort of desires, dreams, have, have, I've actually managed to put into it. And um, this movie is a, is, a, is, is a lot of those things for me. And... Again, that's sort of down to Barbara. I t I've been speaking to her about this movie for quite a long time. And when we did Spectre, I thought that was the end. And for all sorts of reasons. I mean, because I, I was injured and I, I thought, you know what, that's it. I can't do any more and this is it. And then when we came back to it, that's what we talked about. We, and when Barbara called me to come in and talk about the movie, I said, you know, all those ideas I had, what about them? And she went, you can do them all. And I was like, okay, let's right. let's have a go then. So like and, literally sitting in a room saying like, yeah. how do we get to this place yeah. with no, with and but with just what was in your mind? To, yeah, I mean, to, I had lots. Bring. I mean, I had lots of ideas, and then you know, then it's a sure. massive collaborative effort. I mean, yes, like, you know, there's lots of people coming yeah. into you know, and, yeah. and, and bringing. In. But I, I, so, but that comes a bit from you know, I kind of go back to Casino Royale because it was a good story and it was basically a love story. Yeah. Completely. I mean, there's, lots, there's a bad guy, and there's a the thing going on. There's a, there's a card game, and there's all of these things, all of which are fantastic and mm -hmm. amazing stunt sequences. Right. But it's a love story, completely. And he gives everything up yeah. for this woman. Yes. Um, and I can't really think of better stories than that. I mean, I'm kind of hopeless yeah. romantic in that mm -hmm. sense. And love stories are the best stories there are. Uh, yes. And every time we came to do another movie, 
we'd sometimes we, we'd, we'd sit down and we'd go, let's make it standalone. Let's make it kind of. And I had the kind of in my head a kind of Roger Moore kind of version of a movie you right. know, that was just like fun from beginning to end, and there was this and that, you know. Uh, and but again, that's on me. And we'd always go back to this story in Casino Royale, this thing. He's he had his heart broken. He was devastated. He was betrayed, and it, and it's it's just gone into all the other movies. Yeah. And then in Spectre, you know, this character Madeline comes along, mm-hmm. and she, her dad's the assassin that tried to kill him at the beginning. I mean, at the, right. right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and and it all connected, and that's where the story started for this one. Right. That he's with this woman, and he's madly in love, and. What does that mean? He's with right. another very flawed. He's with someone who's as flawed as he is, right. which again is, I think, is like, I mean, that's like, that's a brilliant part of the movie. Is that yeah. kind of how f- fucked up the two of them are? Yeah, and that's with another love story. Yeah, I mean, it, you, and and you know, because the movie, because you you sort of the the opening beat is just so incredible, which then brings you to that love story, which then brings you to the original love story. Mm-hmm. And then brings you back is really and also to, and then to those old themes of betrayal, right? And this, you know, guy who's can't trust people, can't, can't, you know, can't believes he can't get close to people for good reason. They they tend to die, right? Right. You right. know, <laughs> most of them. Yeah, but you also mm. like to like you know. There's a moment in the, there's many moments over the course of many of your films portraying James. You could see in your eyes, you know, your eyes are. I think because of the, the color and the, and the expression of them, you see the pain, like, and especially when you there's a moment in this particular film mm. when you're kind of sending her away. Mm. The pain in your eyes mm. is tremendous, mm. like you know, mm. because you can feel like it's just about you putting up a guard as well. Like I I can't do this. I, I don't. There know. Are th- I mean, the, the themes in in the movie are universal. I think I hope because <laughs> it would be, but they're also. You know, I mean, as I get older, they, things like that mean so much yeah. more to me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and the mo- the movie has other. You know, the movie has family themes in it. I mean, family about the family that he has with like M and Q yeah. and and yeah. there and that. You know, I mean, there's and 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 that is particularly strong. I feel in the movie and about where he belongs and who he should be with and all of these things. And listen. We never shied away from making Bond movies. We always set out to make Bond movies. Cause what you did. Which, which right. isn't, you know, which I mean, would, I mean, what would be the point? It's like, right. I'm not I mean, going to go ahead. Today's movie, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. stunts are amazing. Mm-hmm. The, all mm-hmm. the charisma is there. Mm-hmm. The, li- the lines mm-hmm. are there. But then mm-hmm. it's, so yes. I, I, I just, I, I kind of feel like an audience like want to get involved. I mean, I know I do. I, yes. Um, and I just, so that's, yeah, I, I just feel like, it's a sort of selfish, I mean, it's a selfish reasons. I mean, it's just like, I'm, when I go and see a big movie, I want to, I want to cry, I want to laugh, I want to do yeah. everything. I mean, this is that, this is a big, mm. this is a big movie. Yeah. And, you know, you, mm. you, 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 you spoke earlier of the physicality mm. that you brought to, you know, mm. this role. Mm. And it's, mm. it, yet again, it's mm. a physicality that didn't exist and mm. it, it certainly began. I, know, I wanted to look like he could kill people, right? And you did. I mean, I just, I mean, I, and it was like a whole thing. And I'm not, you know, I'm not six foot four. I'm, I'm, you know, sadly. <laughs> well, you know what? When you yeah. came out of the yeah. water in right. a blue bathing suit, you set the tone. Right. Even though I was your stunt double, yes. should we just make yeah. that clear? No, okay. no. Oh, yeah. um, no. When you come out, it's and that, CGI. <laughs> you know, a lot of CGI. Mm. The 
the that set the tone of okay, well, this is what James Bond looks like today. And mm. you know, we've been here this week, and mm. we've been you know working out, and we're talking mm. fitness and da da da. Mm. How has that affected your body now that like you know what what have been sort of what I'd love to know is like what have been the sort of you know the, the ramifications of that? What have been some of the stunts that you're like, holy shit, I actually did that, or mm. right, you know, right. yeah. I mean. I I didn't I I've always liked the physicality of my work. I've always liked the. I mean, I'm a big, huge Buster Keaton fan. I'm mm -hmm. like a Harold Lloyd. I used to watch those as a kid. Yep. And watching them, you know, they used to play on a Saturday morning, like in sort of like you know, like one after the other. And the the biggest thing about those movies is that you were you were like, oh wow, it's them. There's no fake. Yeah. They were made in 1920 or whatever right. it was. Like you know, that. it's like there's no there's no the house, house going down or Howard Lloyd's hanging off the side of a yeah. building or you know, and they faked it, but right. it, it's them. Right. And I was like, we have to, and you know, there is incredible good CGI these days. You can face replace, you can do all of these things, but ultimately audiences know when it's you. Right. And I was like, I'm gonna have to convince them it's me. So I've got to do as much as I possibly can. And Rightly or wrongly or stupidly, I kind of threw myself into it, and yeah. and 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 the, the stunt guys looked at me and went, "Oh no, you can do this. This is good." And so then I was doing everything. They were like, "Can you do this?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I'm then hanging off the side of something, or I'm jumping over something. And believe me, you know, I don't. I'm not suggesting for one second that I do. The big stuff is done by it's crazy. amazing. Right. It's right. like crazy, and I would really hurt myself if I, you know. Yeah, but still, you're know. doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing as, as much as I possibly and can. And is Barbara just sitting there, like saying, "No, she's, no, she's closing her eyes." I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, she's not. You know, she. I think she gets it. She gets. It's like this is if it works, it's gonna it's gonna really make a difference. And, yeah. And I think it did, but also, you know, again, testament to the stuff, you know, like um, our amazing stunt crew and Gary Powell and uh, like the, the the kind of like. They they wanted to make it. I, I I hopefully what happened was they had great ideas. I came along and they went, oh, you can do some of this, sure. And it pushed them a little bit further to right. go bigger because they went, okay, we can go right. bigger with we this because we can get his face on this. Exactly. And so hopefully it was a little bit. But you know they were they they were they they, they did some big was big there stuff. Was a stunt on that. that you're like that you did that that, that day? Like, you no. were like, right. Well, that you just were like, oh my god, okay, I can't believe I did this. Or and was there a stunt where you were just there's a, there's a stunt in Quantum of, that we did this rooftop chase in Quantum of Solace, um, which was in Siena in Italy. Um, I mean, listen, I, I before I uh, I did Bond, I had a really serious fear of heights, like kind of like no way, like a freezing fear of heights, like getting up too high and like not being able to move, and right. and I, I I still don't quite trust myself even today. But I, I had to get over that. And that was building it up. I and mean, when I get on higher, I, I, like they put me on platforms and I get on higher platforms and then leap off them. I mean, on, on wires, but sure. just to get used to these heights. So I kind of got fear, fear of that. But we did, um, there's, a, there's a sequence in Quantum of Solace where I slide down a roof on tiles. Mm -hmm. I remember. And then leap across. It's, a, it's the road. It's right. from roof onto a balcony. Yes. And um, it's me doing it. I'm on a wire. Um, and the wire's there to stop me breaking my neck, but you know, I, it's me doing it. Right. And we did it in a, we, I, I flew in from, oh God, we came, we came in from Chile, I think, and we flew in on the Friday, got there the Friday morning, and they said, you've got to go to set to do some rehearsals. And I was like, great, okay, marvelous. Because we had to shoot the following day, and it's like, you know, I was just, I mean, I was out of my mind with tiredness. 
I got on the roof and I was just, probably because I was so tired, I'm probably a little drunk off the plane because I'd probably had a couple of drinks. <laughs> um, but they had a scissor lift. It was three or four stories up mm -hmm. and they had a scissor lift up so that, and with padding on it. So, and the road is very, it's narrow. It wasn't, it's not like, it's like a road, it's like a tiny street in Siena. So I couldn't see the height. So I, I kind of slid down to the bottom and leapt, hit, hit the balcony and went, great guys, I'm off, I'm gonna go get some sleep. And I was like, that's oh, easy, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. okay. Following morning, it's raining. Following morning, there's no scissor lift. Following morning, I'm wearing dress shoes. And I get up on the roof and I slide down to the bottom and I'm on a wire. I mean, you know, I'm not, it's not gonna, you know, it's, but it's psychologically and I'm tired. And there's a crowd of about 300, you know, onlookers sure. down below, you know, literally with umbrellas eating ice cream, looking up at me. <laughs> and I freeze. I just, I just was like, and, and there's a guy called Dizzy, who's, a, who's, a, who's one of the stunt team, who's a, who's a rigger, who, who basically makes, his job is so important. He's basically the guy who's tying us off. You okay. Know, so right. That we're attached all at the right places. It's a really, right. really, and we're you know we're double tied yeah, here. The guy who puts the parachute tied. on you. It's kind yes. of that deal. Yeah. He's the guy that packs the parachute. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Um, and he's a he's very zen, is, and he was just like, it's okay, it's okay. He's been very calm with me. It's okay, just breathe. It's all good. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and Gary Powell, who's you know who's the stunt coordinator, who you know I love to death, but he's on he's on a he's on a, a walkie-talkie, and Dizzy's walkie-talkie's open. He goes, "Is he gonna fucking jump or what?" And he's all turning the mic. No, all good, all good, all good, all good. Right. And I'm like, Whoa. and I'm looking down at these people, and the other people are looking up at me and just like, going, you know, they're thinking the same thing: Is he gonna fucking jump? Sure. And. I just sort of, and I had to, I, was, I think it felt like 10 minutes. It was probably only about like two minutes, but I felt, I felt so much pressure that I just, I just need to, I, I just need a minute. I just need a minute. I just need a minute. And then I finally sort of said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. He said, does it like, okay, okay, okay. You sure? You sure? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then he go. he has to go away at that point, which right. is really kind of distressing because he's been there, the guy that's been kind of making you feel good. Yeah. And it's like, I'm looking down. I'm like, and I know, I know what's going to happen. I feel like I'm going to slip. I feel like I'm going to slip, and, and if I fall, I'm going to. You'll go head first, and then you're banging your head on the side of the building because the wire's going to keep you. But you'll be in. I don't know what is going to happen. It's just like psychologically, I can't figure it out. And then of course it goes, okay, roll cameras, and there's like four cameras, and it's like okay, and um, um, they put they put big boards on, and they go, and then guy goes three, and it's two, one, action, <laughs> this thing, and you kind of do, and I just leapt. And I overlapped. Okay. I kind of leapt through the building. Now they put rubber on the walls. They put an inch of rubber on the walls so that I could hit the wall. Right. But I hit the wall so hard oh, that I tore my shoulder out. I mean, I, I mean, tore it out. Right. I mean, like, like that. Literally. Well, it was it was fine. I, but I, I needed surgery at the end of the film to fix oh, fix right. it. And it was. <laughs> I hit the wall. I knew I'd hurt myself as I hit the wall. And all I remember thinking is going down. I thought, keep acting, keep acting. <laughs> so I stood up and pretended to go for my gun. And I was just like, and they, and they went cut. And I just went, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I don't remember that story. That's, yeah, that, it does. That's me on, that vodka. That's me on vodka talking but about No, that this. answers so it. But like, first of all, uh, yeah. you know, you get like, mm -hmm. of course, 
you're going to be like, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. like I know there's nothing I could do. And we had to carry on. Pain. But I'll say this about it. The fact that I was so fit because I was keeping so fit yeah. allowed me to continue because if I hadn't have been so fit, my shoulder you couldn't, the film no, would, have shut would, yeah, would have been right. shut down. So, I mean, that, that was part of the reason why I kept so fit. I mean, I wanted to listen. I was, it was also complete vanity as well. I just wanted to look as good as I possibly could. But, yeah. Well, I but, mean, um, it's sort of, well, it's what you brought. It's kind of like, yeah. it was the expectation that you're going to be Fit. You don't yeah. walk out of the water looking like that, and then well, like then that I sort to, of has to continue. Yeah. Did you say like, was it at the end of that day when you guys wrap for the day? Were you like, okay, fuck, we need no. to. I need to go to the doctor. No, you kind of hit it I until the end. Because no, then, Jeez. I, yeah, no, 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 there was no point. My God, no. honestly, <laughs> wow. Okay, well that that was a good answer to that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> God, um, I am <laughs> so honored to be sitting with my friend, and we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> Daniel, and I'm so excited that this moment is happening for you and your cool. family and for the family of James Bond. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Lunch with Bruce. I'm sitting with Daniel Craig having martinis. <laughs> hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Daniel, we were talking a little bit about fitness. You and I worked out mm. the same time today. We did, yeah. Yeah. I was working out with a, mm. um, on my little phone. I just have to say, Bruce is incredibly fit. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, he is. He, he is. I just want to lay that out there. So, you know, I was a bit, a bit intimidated going to the gym with him, I have to say. Oh, Daniel Jesus. walks in I, this uh, morning. I, I was going in for a light workout, and then, then I saw Bruce, and I was like, oh, fuck. It means I'm going to really have to like work bl- out now. 
I was wondering like how the vibe was going to be in the room. Like if we were going to like, I mean, the room is not huge, but you were doing your thing. I was doing my thing. That's why I said 80s. That's why I said 80s. It was like an 80s gym where everybody's going, yeah, come on. I thought that's how we were going to be. Lift that way. Big weights, big weights. We had a good good vibe. We were quiet, but we were doing other. We had our earbuds on. We were going. Um, What is sort of, you know, before I pivot, because I really want to talk about now Knives Out because I just, it's a funny story, but you know, are you, is every day a workout day? You're in awesome shape. You said to me, this is, you're not letting this go. We're both at, I'm a little older than you, but we're both like at that moment in life where like, it takes a long time to get here. We're not going to let it go. You said it. No, you just said it. Yeah. It's like, it takes, it's, you know, when I started Bond, um, three months would probably be enough. It was, you know, I mean, it's never quite enough, but three months would probably have been enough to get into shape and get kind of my sort of shit together and, and it's it's a year. Yeah. Now. It's like I mean, if I've if I've let it go, right. and, and I would do between bonds sometimes, I would just like, and it would be a lot to do with the injuries because um, I remember we went on holiday together, um, yeah. and I just I just got that was after my shoulder operation. Yeah. And I was in rehab, and the rehab is you know I mean I I I, I have this sort of like kind of thing of you know if I go into another orth- orthopedic surgeons. Um, <laughs> room, um, you know, office, and he has that model on this. There's always a model of either a knee or a shoulder. And I'm just, I yeah. don't need to fucking see that. Okay, it's wrong. It's bad. Yeah. I know. If you pull it apart and show me what, you, I, I don't need to see Wait. it. So I'm kind of like, and I'd get into quite kind of. I get quite. It's I. I'm not anywhere near being a professional actor. Um, actor. Actor. Hopefully, I'm a professional actor. You are a professional. You're a very but a professional yeah. athlete. Yeah, yeah. And but that mentality of getting injured. Yeah. And how you get over it. And get back to a place where you feel confident enough to do your job. Right. It's crazy. I mean, you know, if you're a, a soccer player or a footballer and, you know, because the next hit that comes in, you right. think, well, that's going to be... And you never, you know, you're, 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 you get very... Um, your confidence. Yeah. It, it takes a real beating. And that was happening to me a lot between movies where I'd sort of like take this thing where I think, oh, God, I can't I'm broken. I, I, right. So I'd have to, you know, work really hard to get back into shape but often I'd sort of just like go oh fuck it I can't be bothered so right. I'd let it go and then I'd have to sort of kick it back into gear yeah. and I'm over that I'm over that yeah. I, life I don't need those ups right. and downs in my life now right. we've done that we've yeah. lived through yeah. those yeah. I, d- yeah. Yeah. I just you know I just want to I want to try and maintain a level of fitness I think there's also like uh, a, a, an awareness that I'm getting old as you well yeah, well no but I'm, because as we do I'm not age much younger, that much younger than no, you. <laughs> but as we age you know one mm. of the things that you're keeping yourself in shape for is to live to not exactly. you know now, so. you know we've, we've got you know what well, we've got children. You know, we have children. We have, they we keep have you, yeah. you got to keep fit for them. All right. So I'm going to pivot to Knives Out. Cause, mm. and, and you guys need to know that when we first watched, Brian, my husband, Ava, our daughter, we watched Knives Out downstairs in a room that we watched TV, movies in, and they, we, we, I fall asleep. <laughs> they don't. They watch the whole thing. It's fucking great. Yeah. And Ava's like, you fell asleep, Dad. I'm like, no, I didn't. She's like, say, who did it? What happened at the end? And I was like, fuck you. But so t- I was. I mean, it's, I mean, it's nice. I mean, I, 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 I kind of, I've learned because I know you do fall asleep. I don't get, I don't get offended by it because I know you fall asleep in front of every movie. Every so it's movie. Like, so it's not like it's a, it's not a criticism. It's just like you just get a little bit horizontal. Yeah, and that's bam. It. <laughs> yeah, I get a little bit horizontal. A lot happens when I get a little bit horizontal, Daniel. That's one thing that happens. All right. So this is the deal. You usually fall asleep. 
That's very true. As Brian can attest. <laughs> I'm turning red. Okay, listen. So I, I was like, oh, you know, fuck me. I need to watch yeah. Knives Out, which is brilliant, which is hysterical, which is brilliant. It's like I said to you earlier, it's Inspector Poirot meets... You know, um, Agatha Christie meets it's Columbo, just, maybe. I was a little Columbo in there. The Columbo, a hundred percent Columbo. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and you in this, you finish Knives Out two, and you have Knives Out three. Down the signed. road, we, yeah, we're we're signed up to do signed two, up. Yeah, so you yeah. like so. Tell me about what kind of attracted you to Knives Out, and now you're like, yeah, like this is like another great franchise, completely different really than what you were doing. Crazy. I mean, talk really. To, I mean, just crazy. I mean, and, and just like. I mean, how lucky am I to have this opportunity? It's like... Um, I think you're lucky, but you're also... You work really hard, so that sure, comes with... you know, it's like... Hard work. I, I, I kind of... You know, I've always... Ryan Johnson and I have been on each other's radar for uh, um, a number of years, and, and um, he's asked me to work with him before, and I've kind of avoided... Not avoided, but I've kind of somehow didn't work. It didn't work out, and... In fact, Rachel, my wife, worked with him on Brothers Bloom, and that's one of the first times I ever spoke to him. And, um, and he, you know, he's, he's one of those very special um, um, directors. There are, there are a, a few of my favorite directors who, who I, I, I admire, um, who I compare him to, but he is unique in the sense that he writes it. I mean, and he writes it with love. Right. And Brian, you know, <laughs> you know, my wonderful agent. <laughs> my incredible husband. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening at the door. Right. Yeah. He's going to throw a rock at my head. Just FYI. <laughs> He's so angry that I'm like, Daniel, will you be on my radio show? And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. <laughs> I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because um, that's the friend you are. You are a yeah. great friend. Yeah. Um, he just, it, and he teased me mercilessly with this script. <laughs> Got a great script. I'm like, yeah, send it to me. <laughs> oh, God, okay, good, good. I mean, literally, it's like this, like this thing went on for like a month. Got a great script. I was like, what the fucking, send the fucking thing to me. Oh, no, I can't, I can't. And I don't know what was going on. There was probably some, I, whoever knows. I don't know, know any of what was going on. And finally, this thing arrived. It was from Ryan. And I was like, oh my God, it's from Ryan. How exciting. Right. And I read this thing and I laughed out loud. Yeah. The so first time I read it. Right. And I read it again. And I laughed out loud right. when I read it. And I went, and I, I phoned up Ryan. I said, are you, are you serious? And he went, yeah. I said, is it, do I have to, what, what does he want me to do? He said, no, it's an offer. And I was like, are you kidding me? They've wow. offered it to me. And I, I was like, I mean, I was giddy. Because it just doesn't happen. I mean, it rarely happens. You get a script as good as that. And Ryan flew out. I was upstate New York, which I, I have a house upstate New York. And we, and we um, Ryan flew out from LA, came up to see us. We just had our baby. So we were sort of like, kind of, you know, like just trying to keep quiet up there and snuggle down a bit and came up. And I, you know, and he knows Rach and we just had a nice, lunch and had a chat and, and he just and I just said I know what well, what happened was one of the first things I said to him it says here it says Benoit Blanc with I can't remember what the exact line was but it said something like with a with a soft lilting southern accent and yeah. I just went 
yes? He went, yes. <laughs> and I went, really? And he went, yes. I went, okay. Oh, then, um, I mean, it was just all of these things. And I threw myself into it. I spent about, I mean, a solid, I mean, it was very quick. I mean, I think it was only like four months later we were shooting. It was off the ground really, really quickly, and down to Brian as well. Putting a huge amount of work to get the whole thing together, and we got—I mean, it was—we got it off the ground uh, and running. But I spent four months solidly working on this accent because I just thought I, I have to right. get it. I have to get it. I have to get it. I was trying to invent something that I felt was like as real as I could possibly be. And then the cast started coming in, yeah. and it was just what like cast? I mean, you know, like Jamie and the and Anna, who's just yes. like amazing, and then. She's Mike like, Shannon and Chris yes. Evans is like, I was like, oh, Chris Evans is doing it. It's like, what? Right, right. It's just like, really? It's it like, was, yeah, I mean, the cast is And everybody crazy. just, they come and bring their A game. Yeah. It was like that. When you were sitting in the, in, like, when you're interviewing that first beat where, like, you're starting, and every time in uh, Benoit Blanc. You seem to be Blanc. slowing down. Why no, and let's, we need another oh, round. No, you're, you're in charge. No, okay. I'm yeah. in charge. We're doing another martini. Yeah. When you hit the piano key, mm. Oh, that was yeah. That was, you, was that like that was that was a that was a uh, Ryan on the day invention. Okay, so he hits yeah. the piano key yeah. and like there's a there's so the, you're you're questioning all those folks and you mm. hit the piano key. They all kind of look like what the foe? Mm. was it? Were you indicating like well in we're the script, done in this no in the script? Um, I, I'm trying to be in the background. The, 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 the idea yeah. is that I'm kind of there as as an observer but clearly Benoit Blanc is a control freak um I don't know you know I, I couldn't call upon anything for that um <laughs> um, <laughs> um <laughs> what it, what happens is is I'm supposed to tap Lakeith's leg with my foot okay and the idea is to sort of very quietly sort of tap his leg go you know, because I've clearly spoken to him before. Right, like, like it's done, say, we're done. They can... No, no, not done. Oh. No, I've had a conversation with before the scene, before we go in there, right. going, can you ask this, can you ask this, can you ask this? Because I'm supposed to be there as an observer. Right. And um, But it acts both ways. And it's interesting you said that, like we're done. Right. Because all it does is just annoy the fuck out right. of it. <laughs> right. But, I, but it's better because, in fact, I'm supposed to sort of like quietly tap his leg and lift Keith is supposed to remember what I'm supposed to ask, right. what he's supposed to ask. Right. But actually, it was kind of brilliant. The writer said, no, tap it. But it looks like I'm sort of like trying to just either annoy them Completely. or just, just fuck with the situation. Totally. Yeah. Like Tony Collette's yeah. the first one yeah, of the group that's like, who the fuck is he? Yeah, yeah. Who is that? <laughs> who is that? Um, I mean, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, we got this incredible Netflix deal that came along, which was just like, I mean, I mean, just beyond. Um, um I sort of, I mean, crazy, crazy in the sense that, you know, sort of all part of a kind of this new world of slight uncertainty in the movie industry and sort of all these things, but something that seems solid and that we could do what we want and Netflix are incredible because they basically said, go away, we don't need to see anything, this, we make the movies. Right. It was like complete trust. Right. So for us, that's the best because Ryan needs to be left alone. And then when we make the movie, we need to be left alone right. because he knows what he's doing. Right. And, you know... Um, but what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? How is it going to be? It's got to be different, but it's a, it's a whodunit. And, you know, I, I was waiting again. We're waiting for the script to come in. He's very, and rightly so, doesn't want to show me anything until he's got something he feels comfortable with. Something that he can defend mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm going to kind of go, well, whatever, you know. Yeah. He's like, he sent me the script and I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> no, I, we got it. We got it. We really? Got it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had some notes and he was like, yeah, but there's this and this and this. And I was like, no, no, that's fine then. We're good. We're good to go. So then it was just casting. So you, yeah. you mentioned Netflix and, you know, yeah. the, the game has changed. But like, for instance, tonight across America and the world, mm. your movie is on screens. Yeah. And like, it is sold out. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't get a ticket in Los Angeles. No, uh, I know. It's, I know. you know, we, you know, no, and incredible. not that we talk, you're, you look at it from a different frame. That is kind of epic now to bring, to have, be sort of bringing that back and bring the theater experience back. You know, I mean, I, look, it's, so questionable bets are off right now about what is going to what when it comes to social gatherings when it comes to people getting back together are people do people want to go back to the cinema I, I think so I know I do. I do yeah me too um, I know that I want to go back and see some live music as, as quickly yeah. as I possibly can I know I want to go and see a live event I want to go right. to the theater I want to, I want to do this I'm desperate to do it I live in New York City New York City is one of the biggest cultural hubs in the world. Right. And it needs to kick back into gear because that's what makes it New York City. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope we've started something here. You know, for anything to work in this world, it has to be financially viable. Yep. Because that's just the way the world is. I hope we proved we can be. I, well, I think you are. You are mm. tonight. You have been. Mm. You know, I just want to take a moment to a congratulate you uh, i was at the ceremony two nights ago for uh when you got your uh star in hollywood <laughs> boulevard well i mean it's a big deal no, it is. It's, it's like i'm giggling I'm, i like, mean right it's such a fucking big i mean deal. it's a big deal and mm. then afterwards we um ho brian and i hosted a dinner for daniel and Which at the dinner incredible. was uh you know mm. uh cheers we always have to cheers mm. oh, you're right. cheers. cheers you know yeah. you you found yourself amongst hmm uh, some incredible women who have been like important people in your life, yeah. like Kathy Kennedy, like Amy Pascal, like Barbara Broccoli, Donna like Langley. Donna Langley. Yeah. I mean, it was really a moment. And, you know, if you want to share your first experience on Hollywood Boulevard, it was quite, it's quite funny. It's of a different so, time, but it's It was funny. a different time, oh, you know, I mean. Well, it's not, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's funny and it's not funny, but it's worth saying because it's it's it's. I think it's. Um, I listen. I you know. I mean, it's life is. There are so many meanings in a place, and there's so many meanings in Hollywood Boulevard for me, personally, and for many many people. The names that stretch out along that road are the people that. The reason I wanted to be in the movies, um, and the list is huge. There's some names I don't particularly like, but that's the whole different right, story. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, so and whatever. Um, but you know, to get that honor is is like um, it, it's it again. It's one of those moments. I mean, I'm, I was pinching myself the other night. It's right. it's bizarre. You are, I know, and I you know I've lived in this town. I've had I've spent enough time in this town to know what Hollywood Boulevard represents in many ways. Uh -huh. But it's still. A star on the Walk of Fame. It's like, right. it's 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 kind of magical. Yeah. And I didn't realize kind of quite. And someone said this to me: "You will get emotional." Um, and I did. I was like, "Oh, maybe I will." And it was very difficult not to be emotional when it, right. when, when it was when it was happening. But I will say this: when I first arrived in 1990 on the Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> and got let out of a car, I didn't have a license, and someone drove me to Hollywood Boulevard and said, "Go on, then go and take a look." 
a man, a, star, a naked man covered in his own shit ran at me. <laughs> so it was as I got out of the car. And then the car just zoomed off and I went, no, don't leave me. Um, I mean, it was intense. Um, yeah, I mean, intense. The, the irony um, of the But the two. irony and the kind of juxtaposition yeah. like that is kind of Hollywood. I mean, yep. that's such a Hollywood thing. And, and, and rightly, wrongly, sadly, all of those things, it still kind of exists in some, in some ways. It's whatever. But it is what this city is. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. It's very complicated. And it's one of the joys of the city and yeah. one of the tragedies of the city and all those things. Yeah. Um, it was a mm. super special night. Mm. And your appreciation of it, mm. like your appreciation, you know, it's so interesting to me. You are so interesting because, you know, we spend a lot of time together. But like, if you ever have opportunity to watch Daniel eat, it, he eats like this is I use it now as I, I think it's like a metaphor for you, how you live your life because he he like his meal. right arm will go like around his plate and his body will lower and he eats with such a ferocious f fierce passion for food which is sort of how you live I think your life and like how you throw yourself into your work and your and love and family and friendship mm. just need to to say that. Oh, I needed oh. to get that out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's, what is it? I think it's a line in the producers, isn't it? It's like, isn't it? That line from the producers. Which is? But I had something about actors and fucking actors or something. I can't remember. They're terrible, whatever. And so I end up saying, oh, they're not so bad. So, Have you ever eaten one? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Why do you think that is? Because we were hungry, you know? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That's I mean, it. yeah, like, maybe. You know, it's like. I remember being, um, I lived with a, um, a really good friend after drama school and we struggled as one always does, as most people do after drama school and occasionally one of us would get a television job, which a day on a television job or something like that, where there would be food. Right. And it was your duty to steal as much food <laughs> as you possibly could. <laughs> so you would fill your pockets with things. But what have you got tonight? Oh, we've got a mistake. We've got a bit. All sort of wrapped in tissues and things that you'd stole yeah. from the set. Because that was the way. That was, you know, I mean, the struggling job. piece. I think mm. that's what it is about you too, Daniel. Mm. The struggle of where you came from to mm. your success is still in you. And that is such a beautiful part of your heart. It really is. Like, I mean, I think, I, I, I mean, listen, I'm as, I, I like to think I'm still in touch and I'm probably not. I'm way kind of like gone down a big part. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm wealthy. I have so many privileges and all of these things. And that, that really does detach me from certain parts of real life. But I'm really connected. It makes, I, I, you know, when I meet young actors and when I meet kind of people who are in the industry who are just kicking off, I just, I just want to grab them and hug them. Right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Right. Just keep going. Keep going. Because right. it's like, you know, it, not everybody gets success. Um, not Very few people get the success I've had. And I, you know, it's like... A, was there a moment? Yeah. Or what was the moment that you were like, should I be fucking doing this? Or should I get well, out? Well, I, I had a kind of pact with myself. I, I, I was trying to be an actor before I went to drama school. and But I, you know, and I, and I left school at 16, so... You know, I work bars. I work bars and restaurants right. the way you do. And I just earned money and tried to get by. I mean, I painted and decorated. I did all these things. And, and when I went to drama school, I made a pact with myself, which was if I ever went back to waiting on after drama oh, school, right. then I had to go, I had to give it up. Right. Because it was like, I didn't want to be the actor waiting on in a bar. Right. I just, I just had to, 
an absolute kind of, and I thought, I'll go and retrain, I'll do whatever I have to do. Right. Or I'll go and become a professional waiter, I don't know what, I'll, right. but I'll, I'll go and do something that's, that take, because I didn't want to be, I don't know what it was. It was arrogance, I think, but I just didn't want to be, um, I, yeah. I didn't want to do that. And I never did. Right. I always managed to earn enough money to pay the rent. Right. Just. Right. Just to keep yeah. the signs yeah. like yeah. saying, yeah. follow yeah. the yeah. path. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to cut to another quick commercial. You're listening to Lunch with Bruce. I'm sitting with my really good friend, Daniel Craig. I'm super excited. We're going drink. to the home stretch, Daniel. This is so much fun. We're having martinis. I hope you're enjoying the show. We'll be right back after this. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's a groovy Friday night mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. You're, you're heading home tonight. You're taking the red eye back, which I is am. crazy. I know, but... uh, Daniel, you, know, you mentioned Rachel earlier. Rachel and I know each other. Actually, before I met you, right, yeah. I was in London. Yep. I saw her in Streetcar. She mm-hmm. is, she's absolutely one of the most talented actresses. She's also one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. Um, I, 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 I absolutely adore her. You know, um, we, I think it's worth telling our story just because I think it's a fun story, and I want to know your (laughs) memory of the story. So I got in trouble with Brian. I got in trouble with Laura Simons because who Laura is... My publicist. Daniel's publicist. Uh, Daniel and I went out, and I took Daniel to a gay bar. And what do you remember from that night? I'd just like to say it wasn't my first gay bar. It's like it's it's not such... For me, it was no big deal. Well, it was the rooster fish on Abikini. And it doesn't exist anymore. No, it does. No, it it didn't, and then it's back. Oh, that's good. But I will tell you this like, we were right outside the door, thumping music, and I said, we are quite 
tactile. Happy. <laughs> no, and also we're tactile. We love each other. Well, so we, we love each other. We're tactile. We give each other, we give each other hugs. It's right. like, it's okay. Yeah, and <laughs> we, you know, and so we went Two in. fucking grown so we're men. Going. Right. No, we had a good time. The mm. band was playing. Yeah. Um, I want to, the thing that I found so funny about that night is like, as people started to notice that you were in the room, mm. There were like these two girls down at the end of the bar that clearly were a couple. And the next thing I know, one of them is standing by you and like trying to push me away. And I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. And then somebody else asked me if I was your manager. And I yelled at him. <laughs> because I was like, what do you mean his manager? <laughs> like, that's the question? Do you have any thoughts about that night? Because I got in trouble. Excuse me. I got in trouble. It was, you know, it's just, it was, it was for me. It was one of the situations, and, and 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 the irony is, you know, we kind of got caught, I suppose, which was kind of weird because we were doing nothing fucking wrong. No, I mean we were drinking. And it was and the, like, what happened is we were having a nice night, and I kind of were talking to you about my life, and yeah. my life was changing. And we got drunk, and I was like, "Oh, fucking, let's just go to a bar. Come on, let's fucking go out." And 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 it was at the time when I was not doing that. I just was not, but you know, I mean, because of what happened that night, basically, is that kind of we got busted for again for doing nothing wrong. Um, and and I just was like, I don't don't give a fuck. And we're in Venice, and I suddenly, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to move to the states, I've always wanted to move to the states, is because of the sort of California spirit, which is like fuck it. Yeah, everything's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Every we got your back. Right. Everybody's in, there's something you know magical about it, and that was there that night. Yeah. But then there was an, an asshole there. There was a couple of assholes. Right. And and we just we and you know we went to listen. You know, I've been going to gay bars for as long as I can remember, and one of the reasons because. I don't get into fights in gay <laughs> that often. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, no, but you don't. No, we didn't get into a fight that night, and um, because the aggressive dick swinging in right. hetero bars, I just got very sick of as a, yeah. as, as, a, as a kid because it was like I, I, I just I don't want to get I don't want to end up even in a punch up, and I did. I, that would happen right. quite a lot. Right, and it would just be a good place to go. Everybody was chilled. Everybody, you didn't really have to sort of state your sexuality. Right. It was okay. And it was a very safe place to be. And yeah. I could meet girls there because there were a lot of girls who right. were there for exactly the same reason right. I was there. Right, Completely. So I was, it was kind of, you know, right. it was an ulterior motive. Well, like, right, clearly that girl and, might not have been a couple with uh, that I'm woman. Sure, maybe, and but she it wasn't, was it wasn't like, there to meet girls that night. And we were kind of having, we just were having, doing a, our, really yeah, nice, we were having a really nice time. Right. And it was chilled. And we actually, we had a lot of lovely people come up to us and talk to us. And it was a it was blast. Nice. It's just, we went outside and I don't know what we, we had a hug outside and somebody, yeah. Oh, the fucking oh. No, so they call what the, happened? Well, I can't remember. No, so the they call, the then we go to the chateau, we have another drink. Oh, right, okay. And then we We were getting drunk. Right, we were getting drunk. We were yeah. we were out. Yeah. We were, you were we were celebrating something mm. that was happening mm. in your life that mm. you were really wanted to talk to yeah. me yeah. about yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um it ended up in the National Enquirer. Oh, it did. And so Laura Enquirer. called you, your publicist. <laughs> yeah. Brian comes home from London <laughs> and he's like silent and then he says what did you do? And I was like, what? And then, but we had a great night and it said, yeah, it I think a, it said, it was a shit storm yeah, in a teacup. Look, it goes down. That's as, all it was. It a was, shit storm in a teacup. Nothing more than that. So if you Google Daniel <laughs> Craig <laughs> gay, gay I come fun. up. No, I come up, <laughs> which is for, for me, one of the like 
highlights of my life. Ah, and ah, Rachel ah. loves it. And ultimately, I know Brian loves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, as we sort of conclude yeah. today's lunch. Jesus, we um, have to. I can't drink any more of these. <laughs> now, we're, you're not – we have a couple hours before you leave. Um, Daniel, I, I just want to say thank you. You have been a, a – in my life at times where I've had rough patches, a complete support. Um, I absolutely love you. I adore you. I'm so happy that I've gotten to spend this week with you. And Thank congratulations. You, I'm back at you, Bruce. It's been, you've been a the nicest host. You're a great friend. I'm so happy. And I'd love to do this. We'll do it again, yeah? A hundred percent. Maybe we'll start drinking before. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Yeah, we can go quicker. <laughs> we'll have to get, we can, maybe we'll find someone else to do it with. Exactly. Yeah, we could do a threesome. Never. <laughs> hey! And on That's that note, have a great night. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.